Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, November 30, 2023. You're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have end of month. They kind of did a little end of day goose operation into the close. We'll talk about that a little bit later because it is ironic, but there are no accidents or coincidences where they wound up at the end of the day. That will become clear when we look at inside the numbers and we decipher where the numbers were. From a daily chart perspective, what do we have? Well, technically speaking, nothing has changed. Yesterday, from a candle perspective, could be viewed as a reversal candle, not accompanied by any kind of a spike in volume, no institutional participation in a big way on a reversal. Just from a candle perspective, you can say it's a reversal candle. However, above the trend line is all we really care about. Bulls are in control above the trend line. Bears end up taking control below the trend line. That's all we need to worry about right now. Now, as we go into the end of the week, we looked at this for the last couple of days, you have the makings of a potential. We don't know until we see where tomorrow closes, but you have the makings of a sign and or signal of a trend change. You're in an on-time type of situation. However, above the trend line, she's bullish below and she can fall it doesn't have to be an all-out bear case she's above all the moving averages therefore the trend is your friend until when until it's over today encompassed a little dipsy doodle below the trend line let's suck in some shorts and then let's issue a conveyor belt of pies in the face into the end of the day those who are for the intraday traders that are guessing in the afternoon, hoping to catch a trade. Those are generally the ones that get the pie in the face. Tomorrow begins the last trading day of the year for 2023. Will we have a straight up assault into the end of the year or will she have a pullback first and then have a resumption of the uptrade or uptrend into the end of the year? or something different entirely. I think the less likely scenario is an all-out assault from here for the next month into the end of the year. Anything's possible. We're not going to discount anything. We're just going to say the probabilities say we're going to have some kind of garden variety pullback first. They need to pull the rug out a little bit. They need to slice off a piece of humble pie every now and again. Remember, the primary job of the trick trap fool and frustrate crew is to make as many traders and investors look like fools as much of the time as possible from a daily chart perspective the trend line is your bogey the trend line is your pivot above is bullish below is not so much she doesn't necessarily turn all out bearish for a little while we'll just use the trend line as the pivot just for kicks, remember the ES chart. She hit her trend line, just eating time off the clock underneath the trend line, either building energy for another move higher, or this will prove to be a top yesterday. It has not just yet. It's an awareness, but there is no top. 
She's eating time off the clock sideways, building energy for a move higher until that changes. Nothing more, nothing less. Might as well round them out with the SPX, the cash index, riding the trend line very similar to the SPY. Bullish pattern, sideways, eating time off the clock, building energy for another move higher. Sideways can take the place of a pullback and resetting the tape. Give the 20-period moving average, or home base as I like to call it, a chance to move up toward price. It resets the tape. We talked about the monthly chart, and today, since it is monthly close, we can say that she closed above the last breakdown candle high in the sequence on monthly close. That can't be a negative. When you look at the monthly chart, all this is is a pullback in an existing uptrend, ran a test of home base, the 20-period moving average, and had a rocket ride away from it. That's a bullish signal from a monthly chart perspective. Monthly charts take a long time to play out. May find the market at new highs a month or two or three from now. However, she also may come down first. You can't trade off a monthly chart. It's giving you the big picture perspective. Quick little plug for the swing trading service, Lazy Swing Trader. Another exit. This one was on a long play. Dollar Tree exited second target. This one was picked up on the sell-off, exited second target today. This was closed from yesterday, still going down. Some traders are still riding a trailer. This was a short trade in Starbucks from above 107. The numbers work. The swing trading system works. It's an algorithm-based system with an alert system, stops, profit targets, the whole nine yards. You got a watch list, an open trade list, and a closed trade list. You have alerts via text, via email at the same time on the alert, whether it's on an entry or an exit. How you doing? All of it happens automatically. How'd we do inside the numbers today? Did anybody make money out there who is an inside the numbers or a live room member? And the answer is, the short answer is yes. The big picture is this, above the trend line, she's bullish, below the trend line, she's not, just like on the daily chart. However, we also, from a trading perspective, employ something called first time, best time. So when a market visits a place for the first time or the first time of the day or the first time in a long time, the first time, best time applies, meaning those are the times when you're more likely to get the bounce away from that area. The more times they beat on a specific number or a specific area, the more likely it is that they're going to actually break through and go to the next place. So your reactionary trading process, if you will, is best served first time, best time. There's a method to the madness. I'm going to show you exactly where that came into play in a moment. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. I want you to focus on something really interesting right here. 456.30. Write this down on a sticky note beside you. We had some higher stuff if needed, didn't need it. We also had the trend line today, came in about 454.60.65. Remember, write that down. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. 
9 o'clock, a reiteration, 456.30 is important. It's overhead resistance. If price is below, it's support. If price is above, it's an important place. It was the pivot. See here, staying above, and here's where the rubber meets the road. I'm going to show you in a moment. Staying above the trend line keeps the door open for the pivot at 456.30. We think better in pictures right of the vertical is today's activity. Here's your trend line. Here's your vertical. Remember, first time, best time. Fair enough. Market opens above the trend line. We're talking about it in the live room. It's inside the numbers. The trend line is support until it's not. First time, best time. Looking for a bounce off the trend line. We got the bounce multiple times. We had plenty of traders in the live room, as we call it, play it again, Sam, a few times off the trend line. Then finally, they broke below the trend line, but they never got to an important number that we've been watching since last week. For 53.27, that was the top end of a support zone. We're looking to buy the market for a bounce back. For 53.27 down to 452.50, you'll also see that in the notes when I scroll up. What I urge you to do is pause the video, read it, double check what I'm saying to make sure I'm not full of shit. Go back to the chart and see for yourself. So what we had this morning was a bounce off the trend line. That was a bona fide trade. First time, best time. It's in the notes. It's inside the numbers live, all that stuff. Remember 456.30. That was the pivot. Now here's what was said in the live room. Here's the concept. Here's what they're doing. Here's what happens if. This morning, they stay above the trend line. And if they were able to get above the opening range high, that was the first candle of the day. Opening range high is the 30-minute candle, opening range high and low. That's the dinosaur trader thing. But if they were able to get above there, then the next place they would go to would be what? 456.30. There's 456.30. Look where they closed the day. Closing print on this five-minute chart is 456.31. There is no accidents. There are no coincidences. In fact, there are no accidents. There are no coincidences. I don't know how is slipped in there. Very odd for them not to pay a visit to the pivot throughout the entire day. They did it into the closing bell. You don't know the path they'll take. You don't know how they're going to do it. But by golly, they generally run a test of the pivot at least once per day, if not multiple times. How you doing? Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. Everything I just showed you using the visual is in here in the notes. Again, double check my work. Don't take my word for it. I could be a rogue person. I'm not, but I could be. If you're here for the first day, you have no idea. You could see here, 453.27. That's not the first time it was on the board. That's not the second time it was on the board. But that was the number that came up a few pennies short. Had a rip-roaring rocket ride back to go do what? Go finalize the pivot into the end of the day. Funny how that works. What's going on over in Camp IWM? They're on a creeping mission. They were up a little bit today. Basically, at the end of the day, on par with the SPY. Spiders were up about four-tenths of a percent. IWM was about four-tenths of a percent. Same routine. They're on a grind, building energy, grinding underneath in a bullish formation those two moving averages, the convergence of the 100 and 200 period moving average, building energy to make a move higher. 
As long as they stay above this neckline and inverse head and shoulders neckline, there is a target on the board. You don't know how or when they'll get there, but the target is 190, give or take. Are they going to go up there in a straight line without a pullback? Probably not. Are they going to go up there tomorrow? Have no idea. They could have a pullback next week. They could have a rally next week. We don't know. We take it one day at a time based on the current situation on the charts. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. We're not guessers. When you look at the weekly chart, what are they doing? Pretty much the same thing they're doing on the daily chart, right? They're doing the same thing, period. They had a big move up a couple of weeks ago. Last two weeks, they're basically eating time off the clock underneath the 20 and 50 period moving average convergence, building energy for the next move higher. Maybe they need another week or so of sideways to pull back to eating time off the clock. Time is more important than price. Market will move on her own time. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? My second favorite market leading indicator next to Camp IWM, a number one canary in the coal mine. Mr. Canary was up 200 points today, 1.3 some odd percent. That's a potential canary in the coal mine situation. Remember, as long as the spiders, as long as the S&P is above that trend line, she's bullish. As long as the transportation people are above this line, this breakup candle low, this area for the reasons we talked about earlier in the week, she's bullish. All these things are bullish, granted. However, keep in mind, you will wake up one day and there will be some kind of rug pull event whether it's tomorrow or Tuesday or Thursday of next week, we don't know, but there will be a rug pull event to shake out the weak hands. That's the way the market works. They don't necessarily send you a telegram the night before. What about the Q people? Eating time off the clock in a bullish, flaggish, building energy type of situation. No change. Check out what they did. So you've got the last breakup candle in the sequence, the low happens to be 386.05. Today's low is 385.82. They spike it. They rally back. They ran a test of the last breakup candle low in the sequence. Guess what? Remember back a few minutes ago? First time, best time. Works the large majority of the time. If you know where the important places are and you know first time, best time works, you have two out of the three things licked. What's the third thing? It's got to work. It works the large majority of the time. Not everything works all the time. That's the business of trading. But you want to be right the majority of the time. That lends itself to what's called a successful business. Weekly chart, just to take a gander, you got another similar to the spiders weekly signal sign of a trend change developing. We don't know how the market's going to close tomorrow. Tomorrow at four o'clock is when this candle will be set in stone. If they pop them up a little bit, 397.85 is the next place. Overhead resistance, magnetic, all that stuff. What about the financials? Anything wrong here? Absolutely not. Maybe it was just a final day, final into the end of the month, goose operation type of situation. Doesn't matter the reason, doesn't matter the philosophy, doesn't matter what somebody says. What matters is price. That's the absolute. We've been talking about 36. What did they get to today? 36. How you doing? 35.90 to be exact. Want to talk about magnetism? What was up at 35.90, 36? Well, let's take a look. 
Roll back the tape. Here's where they are. Break down candle. The high is 35.92. There's a little gap above. That's the 35.90.36 area. That's why I've been saying that. First time, best time. We'll see what happens tomorrow. First, those type of places are magnetic. Second, they generally don't allow the market to just waltz right on through, whistle past the graveyard. There's generally a bull bear battle to ensue there first before blowing right on through. Sometimes the bull bear battle sends price down meaningfully in the other way. Sometimes they'll just eat some time off the clock and then resume the move higher. Either way, generally speaking, they don't just waltz right on through. Famous last words. How about an anomaly? Smash Mouth, the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index Proxy, was down today about 1%. Not the end of the world. However, down nevertheless 1%. The semis are a good proxy for the tech space. The transports are a good canary in the coal mine. Do they cancel each other out? We just take it at face value. We treat each chart independent of one another. And here, above all the moving averages, there's nothing wrong with the SMH. You have the 20-period moving average creeping up to price. You have price basically moving sideways in a bullish, flaggish, pullbackish type of formation. Nothing bearish just yet. They're flirting with this area for the second time in three days. If they get below and they start trading down toward the moving average, it opens the door to the gap down here and could certainly materially change things on this daily chart if they stay down there rather than just a test but start to melt away, that changes things. Likely the other markets, meaning the Qs, the IWM, the Dow, the S&P, are not going to be moving in the other direction if the SMH continues to struggle and changes from bullish to not so bullish. And by the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not even possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.